Welcome to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Join us as we review our favorite RPGs, collectible card games, MMOs, video games, PC games, and bring up interesting topics and things that we'd like to share with everyone. Sit back and enjoy the show. That's not to say that it's easy or a guaranteed win, it's just the most predictable game scenario. So the way you're going to accomplish your goals is by buying superpowers out of one of the two decks. You're going to use those superpowers to defeat heroes, guards, and obstacles that are standing in your way so that you can accomplish your objectives. So, in the space station, the way you win is you have to defeat one of two heroes, either the Gadgeteer, who happens to be in play, or the Protector, and you need to get uh, any four of the following cards. The Force Field Power, the High Tech Power, the Control Panel Obstacle, or the Shield Generator Obstacle. So any combination of four of those, will, and that hero, will win you guys the game. Now, there are three copies of each of those cards, except for the Gadgeteer. So there are three control panels, three shield generators, three force fields, three high tech. So you have a number of opportunities to get them. It's just a matter of them coming out when you can afford them, and when you can manage to defeat them so that you can win. So it's going to require some coordination. So that is the setting card. I'll put that there. Now, the main way that you're going to interact with things in the game is using the cards in your hand. At the beginning of the game, you're all going to have a hand of five cards, and those cards are going to consist of attack cards, which you use to attack things by placing them on a specific target. Attack cards st stay on the target, 
from one turn to the next. So if that was my turn, that would give him the opportunity to finish this guy off by playing two more attack cards. Awesome. So they stick around until someone either defeats it or an, an effect removes the attack cards. You can use attack cards on anything that has a heart, a heart symbol, or any obstacle that has the attack burst icon. So you'll see that it matches that little thing. So that's attack cards, pretty straightforward. Defense cards can be used in one of two different ways. Some obstacles, I can never pull one when I need it. It's a magic trick. Seriously. There we go. Some obstacles, instead of requiring attack cards to attack them, you can actually play either defense cards if they have the shield symbol, or power surge if they have the power surge symbol. So this card requires five attack and or defense. Ignore the one, it's a typo. So um, any combination of attack and defense, uh, once you hit five, defeats that obstacle. The same as if this was attack and power surge, any combination of five. This one requires just straight up power surges. So that one's expensive, but that's another option that you can do with some of the obstacles. So defense cards, in addition to attacking certain obstacles, can be put in your defense space on your player mat, and that is going to protect your hand of five cards. So when, when a hero, guard, or obstacle would make you discard a card, if you don't have a card in your defense, then it hurts your hand, which means you start your next turn at a limited capacity. So having defense saved up can protect your hand so that next turn you're more effective. And then the last card is the Power Surge cards. Like I mentioned, they can be used to attack any obstacle that has the Power Surge symbol. More importantly, you're going to use these to buy powers. So in order to buy one power or one copy of a power, it costs you two Power Surges for the first copy of the card. So for instance, if I wanted this invulnerability, I'd spend two Power Surges, I would get the level one version of invulnerability. If I wanted the level two version, I'd have to wait for another copy of invulnerability to come out and then spend three more power surges to buy it. So level two is expensive, but it's usually pretty cool. So, so those are the kind of currency cards in the game. So yeah, that's the quick primer. Um, you all have two archetype cards. You're, you can look at them, select one and discard the other one. The archetype is basically a free like bonus power that you get um, that doesn't cost you anything at the beginning of the game. You just get it. Um, there's also some cool artwork, so you know. There you go. So, yep, I'll take the one you discard, and the one you keep, go ahead and put it face up in your archetype space. Where'd you go? The cyborg. I went with the assassin. Nice. Huh? I'll take those, those go to you. Oh, sorry. It's okay. You're welcome to go, go through and look at those if you like. The artwork is gorgeous. Yeah, we've got some pretty talented artists working on this stuff, so... Alright, so, normally, in a game of Villains and Henchmen, the way you decide who goes first is by determining who has conducted the most villainy lately. So if you've cut someone off in traffic, you might go first. If you've embezzled from a little old lady, you're probably definitely going first. If you are not comfortable with 
confessing your, your wrongdoings, uh, you can either concede to someone else, or you can just determine random. For the purposes of this game, we'll go with this guy going first. Uh, he, actually, he's, he's pretty villainous. Let's not go with you going first, because your archetype works just a little bit differently than the rest. So I want to see everybody see a normal turn in action first. So let's go ahead and have you go first. So okay. So, so the first round of the game is called the ambush round, because we're bad guys. We didn't call them up at their space station and say, hey, we'll be there around 0700, you know, just FYI. We showed up and we kicked down the door. So what that means is that these guys have no special abilities that will affect you in any way on the first round. So it's a free turn to kind of even the odds, buy some powers, and get ready for when things get really crazy. So as a result, you're going to skip the refresh phase on your turn, and you're going to go right to attacking. So on an, in general, you're not supposed to tell people exactly what cards you have in your hand. You're kind of meant to keep it generally, like general terms. But uh, go ahead and lay your cards out on the table just so I can help walk you through the first the first turn. Uh, just just him. You can keep yours in. Holy cow! <laughs> Whoa, that's actually really good for you. Um, that's really good for anybody, but especially you. So you're going to use your attack card on one of the targets of your choice. Now, you're not going to be able to defeat anything on your turn. Well, actually, I take that back. You could, in theory. So if you wanted to, you could play your attack card on the special forces, who has two health. Uh -huh. So that would basically do, take him down to one health. You could then use your assassin ability to hit him for one more damage and finish him off. Okay. Or if you wanted to set up another one of these cards for someone else to finish, you could play it on either the Gadgeteer, who is one of the victory conditions for, your, for this setting, or you could put it on one of the other targets. It's a matter of whether or not you want to do something that's initially good for you right away, or if you want to kind of help set up everybody else first. Yeah. Uh, so let's go for this one. Okay. So you take that one attack card, you put it on him, and then you're going to use your... Yep. Basically tap the card. There you go. And then that's going to defeat it. That guy goes into your victory points. Now, we haven't talked about victory points yet. This is a cooperative game. 95%. The last 5% is that assuming you as a group win and break the supervillain out of the, this current prison, whoever has the most victory points at the end gets to be the MVP, the most villainous player. So it's basically just bragging rights. Um, like all good things in life. Exactly. So the other thing you can do with victory points is if you realize that you don't have enough power surges to buy a power on your turn, you can spend your victory points as power surges to buy a power. So you sacrifice long-term victory points for immediate power um, So you don't, luckily don't have to do that. So you've attacked, you defeated this guy, so you're done with the attack enemy card step. Next, you're going to bank your defenses and your power surges. So you'll notice at the bottom of your player card, you've got defense, power surge. Yep. So your defense cards are going to go in your defense space. Your power surge card is going to go in your power surge space. And then you move on to the buy power step. Okay. So if you want to, you can spend those two power surges that you've got in order to buy one of the powers that's out on the table. Which we've got invisibility, force field, weaponry. Um... Energy blast, transmutation, and invulnerability. I would go for the invisibility. So something for you to know 
is that one of the victory cards you need to win is that force field power. So if you wanted to, you could buy it now and put it on the victory pile so that you guys are that much closer to winning from okay. the get-go. For the team, I'll go for that. Okay. And it was one or two? It's two. Okay. So I'm not saying that what you're doing is wrong. Yeah, but it's good for it's, the team. It's good for the team. But not having powers at the beginning of the game can really seriously hinder your ability. The last game I ran, people didn't buy powers their first turn, and they ended up losing really badly. So it's a trade-off. Yeah. And I'll let you make that decision. Neither uh, one is wrong. I will at the moment, since I already got a kill under okay. my mind. Okay. So, buy, buy the power to cover for the team. So that's going to go next to the setting card. Okay. Yep, and that's now the victory pile. Okay. So now that we're done with that, um, you're going to redraw five cards. Okay. From one, two, three, four, five from there. Okay. There you go. Thank you. And then during the ambush round, you skip phase three. On a normal turn, you'd start playing event cards and terrible things would happen, but you get one free turn where you don't have to worry about that. So it's going to skip over to your turn. So normally, people would attack first, but because you're the cyborg, you actually buy your powers before you attack things. But you can use those powers this turn. So since you've got a ton of power surges, you could actually buy two powers right now in order to use to attack things. I will buy Okay. Uh -huh. uh, these will go over here. Now, Energy Blast basically lets your attack cards be more powerful. Uh, weaponry gives you either attack or an extra attack or defense on your turn, so it gives you a little versatility, but it's not super powerful on its own. Transmutation lets you basically determine which obstacle is going to get played. So basically, an obstacle gets played, you use your power to turn it into a different obstacle, is the idea. Um, and then the other one is invisibility, lets you ignore harmful effects that would that would hurt you. I'll buy energy blast. Okay. Alright, so now that you've spent those, you're going to do your attack step. So these guys are going to take up space. Actually, let's move that down just a tiny bit. Uh, just because I don't want you to get too infringed on that by, or by that guy. So now you're going to go ahead and, what what's your last card? Alright. So, you can choose whether you want to attack the, the doors, the control panel, or the hero. So the hero only has three health, so you'd be setting someone else up to defeat him fairly easily, and he is one of the victory cards. But, if you leave these guys out, the control panel will actually respawn these laser turrets, which are bad news. But then again, if you leave the doors out, at the end of the ambush round, they're going to close, and you won't be able to hurt any other obstacles until you get rid of the doors. So these are not an immediate threat, but they could be a long-term problem. These guys are pretty much an immediate threat, and they're a victory condition. But the problem is, if he's still alive at the end of the ambush round, he's going to bring out another obstacle, and he's going to boost these obstacles to make them stronger. So these two are both pretty equally bad, quite frankly. So it's up to you who you want to attack. Neither one is a bad choice. I got the guard out of the way for you, man. The assassin cleared the way. I think I'll go with the hero, so that okay. way he doesn't boost him and get it. Yep, alright. That's, that's a good choice. So, that stays there. Now that you're done attacking, you're going to go ahead and you're going to draw five cards. There we go. Hey, how's it going? So I checked, and they said that there's no problem with doing any filming. We'll have to check with these guys once you're set up. So, um, all right. So now that you've done that, you got your five cards back. We're gonna skip the event step, so it's gonna be your turn, sir. So, 
Attack. Okay. Boom. There you go. I see a pattern. I would normally resolve. <laughs> <laughs> But I think I'm going to use a power surge on So you're going to put it one damage on that? Yeah. Now, here's the thing. If he doesn't have enough to finish it off on his turn, okay. then that power surge is going to stay there until you get rid of the doors. Okay. okay. So you might be better off saving that for your next turn. Oh, thank you so much. You? Oh, one for you and one for your yeah. Cool. So, I guess that ends my turn. I just bank my defenses. Yep. So you're protected in case something happens. You've got a power surge, so the next turn you're almost guaranteed to be able to buy a power. So that's going to work out well. So now you're going to get your five cards. There you go. And then it's going to pass over to your turn, sir. Okay. So you've defeated this hero. You now have to make a choice. Do you want to put that on the victory pile? Or do you want to keep it for yourself for points? Once you make the decision, you cannot change your mind. Uh, <coughs> will he come up again? Or so he together? probably wouldn't, but there is another hero that will help you win. So you could gamble on getting that other hero before things pile up and overwhelm you guys. Or you could just be a team player and put on the victory pile now so you don't have to worry about it. Okay. It's all about the individual vi villain. So that's going to go in your victory point space. There you go. So if you have any other attack cards, you can play them now. Okay? So your defense cards are going to go in your defense space. And then you can spend power surges to buy a power. And if you want, you can spend the gadgeteer that you just defeated to buy an additional power as well. Because he's worth two victory points, which you can convert into two power surges. And that'll also technically put him into the discard pile so he could come back at that point. As long as he's in your victory points, he, there's no chance of him coming back. I don't know how I managed that. Yes. Yep. Normally, you get new powers at the end of every turn, but during the ambush round, you don't. It's because we struck like lightning. Exactly. Yep. All right. So, Anthony, what is your badge number, please, real quick? Fifteen two six six. Fifteen two six six. Kelly, I assume, is not here. Uh. Kelly, Demergian. Nope. Matt. James. James. It is 15216. 15216. Trevor? 15378. 15378. And Scott? It's on the front of your badge. It's a little tiny number. 15386. 15386. Alright, there's nothing more villainous than logistics. So, now that that's out of the way, we can get back to the game. Sorry. I'm gonna go ahead and spend the gadgets here, so put it back in play. Okay. And I'll find visibility. Okay. So now that you're done with that, you're gonna draw one, two, three, four, five cards. Those are gonna go to you, these are gonna come here. Alright, so that is the end of the ambush round.
So what happens at that point is that all of the cards that are left in play are going to activate. So the control panel has an, a reveal ability. That's what the eyeball symbol is. So normally that would happen when you reveal it off the top of the deck. But at the end of the ambush round, since they're already in play, we just trigger them. So his reveal ability is that we're going to play the top card of the obstacle discard pile. So it's going to bring these uh, laser turrets back online. So the laser turrets are going to come out into play. They have a reveal ability that is going to make everybody discard one card from their hand now. Now, if you have a defense card saved, you can prevent that. And you have invulnerability, which gives you a defense. So you can exhaust that to prevent that damage. So there you go. Perfect. I will take one from my defense pile. Perfect. Ah, so be because you just bought it this turn, it's got summoning sickness if you're a magic player, so it's exhausted the turn that you buy it. It comes in exhausted. But if you have a defense card in your defense space, then you can use that to not take the damage from your hand. That's okay. Okay? Yeah, you're the brute, so you've got some defense in the, in the up your sleeve as well, so you've got some defense to spare. So now that that's happened, the reinforced doors are going to close, which means you can't hurt these obstacles until this is out of the way. So now that that's done, we're going to go ahead and we're going to refresh the powers. So go ahead and play yep, three more on, up for that one. And actually, the one on top goes all the way to the left. There you go. And actually, so that one's going to push this guy over. There you go. So it's like a conveyor belt. So a new one comes out and it pushes them all to the right. And uh, are you guys okay with us doing a little bit of filming of sure, the playtest, the demo session? Okay. Thank you very much. So now that that's happened, we're going to go into your okay. uh, your, net, your second step or turn. Phase one. And yep, we're going to start at phase one. So, okay, so ignore the wording on that step one. Okay. Um, it's I don't know what happened there, but it's not the right wording. So step one is to check for heroes and guards. Okay. If there are no heroes and there are no guards, they're not going to let you just hang out in their house and break their stuff. So you as the active player have to choose if you want to play a hero or play two guards. I would and rather play two guards. Okay, so they're going to attack you immediately. Okay. Ooh, wow. Okay, so the commander beefs up other guards, so they make you discard an additional card, and the commander's reveal ability is you have to discard that pretty victory card you have over there. Now, if you want to prevent that, as a group, you can pull together four total defense, so one defense for each player of the game, but it has to be a defense that's already out on the table, so you cannot play it from your hand. I'm only the chicken two. You can't. Those are in your hand. It has, oh, to, be on your, it has to be on the table. Oh. So no, it's got to be from here. Yep. So if you have two, and you have one, and you have one... I've only got one to donate. Okay, so that'll do it. Okay. That'll that'll prevent the commander from getting one of one of your victory cards. So that was guard number one. Guard number two is a medic. The medic would heal any other guards that are out and revive a guard. But since there are no defeated guards, it doesn't do anything. So you guys, you dodged a bit of a bullet there. That was good. That was good. So now that you're done with that step, you're going to go into refreshing your powers. Okay. Now you have to spend a power surge for that one. Okay. Your normal powers you don't, but your archetype abilities you have you have to spend because you didn't have to you didn't have to buy them at the beginning of the game. Okay. So they kind of cost along the way. Okay. So if you want to re refresh that now, you have to spend a power surge from your hand. Okay. And I do not have one, so keep it tapped. Yep. 
Okay. So. So, uh, is there a better place for you to set up? You want me to share this? Okay. So first, I'm gonna want to take out the medic. Okay. Boom. He's gone. So I'll take the uh, attack card. You'll take the guard. Okay. So how many cards can I play? You actually are going to play all of your cards on your turn. Okay. Um, if you don't have a valid target for a particular card, it just gets discarded. Okay. So, and I, can, I can't use defense cards on her only attack cards. Correct. Right? Yep. Okay. So I'm going to take a chunk out of her. Okay. And then bank my defense cards. All right. Now, if you want to, you can spend those two victory points that you've accumulated to buy a power. Is there not a good angle or? Okay. Let me know if you need anything. I'll stop bothering you. Okay, so for that one, it's basically surge and a tap, and you take out an obstacle or a guard. So um, that's what that means is you exhaust it. So you basically turn it off for a turn. Okay. So it might make it easier for you to defeat it, um, or it might just prevent it from hurting you. So I'm actually going to go for that. Okay. The assassin has weather control. These are guards, so they're going to go in the guard discard. Oh, thank you. I hope you get the chance to play it. I'll be here a few more times today and tomorrow. Cool. That puts you up, Trevor. So now that that's done, you're not just yet, actually. So you're gonna draw your five cards back. Okay. Thank you. And then. Okay. So once you are done with your redraw step, you're now gonna go into the phase three events. So you're gonna play an event card. So this event is Retributive Strike. So it is a, an event that stays out and basically it means the next player who plays an attack card, regardless of who the target is, they have to immediately discard a card from their hand. So, and then that thing goes away. So basically whoever you attack basically gets in a sucker punch and makes you discard a card. So now that the event is out, there is a recur ability. So that's the next uh, step is play enemy recur abilities. So the laser turret is going to make you discard a card from your hand. Okay. It's basically going to shoot you. Now you can use a defense card from your defense space. I'll go with this one. Okay. Then we're going to cycle the powers. So for power deck A, just play a card into that empty space. For power deck B, you're going to play a new card. It's going to push all of those cards one space to the right. And since there is no space to hold this one, it's going to get discarded. Okay. So it's constantly evolving. Yep. And those count as, those act as timers. So if either one of those decks runs out, you lose. Because you can't take all day to do a prison break. Okay. So, so you not only have to keep an eye on everything going on up here, you have to make sure those don't get so low that you're like, well, if we had three more turns, we've only got two. We lost. So... Now it's your turn. All right. Um, so you can damage. refresh your powers. All right. So I. So wait, for the event, I guess I can't use this. Actually, so 
Invulnerability is one of the only things in the game that can protect you against that. Because normally, you would discard all of your defense cards before you play your attack cards. But because this is a power, you basically at any time can say, I want to get a, a point of defense. So you're going to play your attack card on whoever you want to play it on. And she only has one life left. Yeah, I'll play yep. one of them on Okay. So then this is going to make you discard a card. You can use your invulnerability to ignore that. So you still have two attack cards. So she's defeated, and she goes into your victory points. Nicely done. Yep, and the only target you, that's valid is this guy. And this is a misprint. He's only got a four. So you only need four attack to defeat that guy. There you go. And this is going to go away. Yep. You got all crazy on everything. All right. Check out the there captain goes. and smash the door. You do? Um, yeah, but you have, to pow you have to buy your powers first, remember? Because you're the... Next time. Next time, exactly. There you go. So now that he's got his cards, we're going to draw another event. It's backup systems. Uh-oh. Well, this is going to be rough. Backup systems is going to heal the reinforced doors. It's then going to make you make us play another obstacle, which is a shield generator, which in a way is good because that's one of the victory cards, but in a way it's a lot worse because it's going to make everybody discard the first attack card they play every turn. Because it's basically a force field. So you have to pummel through it. Then, the backup systems is going to make us trigger the other obstacles that are in play. So, the control panel is going to make us play another obstacle, which is another laser turrets. Things just got really bad. The laser turrets are going to make everybody discard a card, unless you have defense. So, yep, you're going to want to definitely spend that, because this is going to hurt in a second. All of a sudden, we took out the gadgets here, but we see all the gadgets he left. Yeah, pretty much. All his gadget friends got mad. Um, then it's going to um, the backup system is going to trigger the other laser turrets that were already out. So everybody is going to have to discard another card from their hand. Now, if you want to use your brute ability, yeah, you'll get two defense, and what whatever you don't spend stays until your next turn. So. <laughs> nope, it's just two points of defense that you have. So yeah, that went kind of crazy. Bad uh, things now. Happen. At the end of your turn, there are two laser turrets that both have recur abilities. They're gonna make you discard a card from your hand. So you're gonna discard two cards from your hand. Yep. Oh wait a second. Aha. So you played two attack cards on this guy, right? I forgot you had energy blast, which makes it so that you pick one target. And any attack cards that you play against that target count as two attack. Oh, so you so, dropped four. So you, that would technically, if you use this, would have been four damage. So that defeats this. So we're going to go ahead and discard that because... Way to go for the cyborg. Yep. So... Yeah, but you're working your way up to being a full-fledged villain. Exactly. So you blow through the doors, which means now other people can attack these, which is going to be super helpful. Which means tons of progress is happening. Yes. Tons of progress. So now we're going to cycle the powers. So, yep, we're going to move all those to the right. So we're going to discard this guy at the end. I'll take that. Yep, I'll take that guy. So that'll get discarded. And Lots then it is your turn, over here. Scott. Holy cow. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. So I will attack 
Okay. And you can play attack or defense on the laser turrets. So either one will count. Ah, but now that I think about it, because the shield generator's out, it's going to make you discard the first attack card you play. Okay. So then, can I play a defense on it instead? Yep, absolutely. And my attack card? Well, you, either you way have you to play your attack card, so... Okay, okay, yeah. okay. And then, I guess I will... I'm done with that, and then I'll spend two power charges, and can I take them either? Yep, then? either one, yep. Ooh, that's an area effect one right there. What's the villain one? Oh, I that's see. That's this. Yep. Oh. Wow. I'm going to take speed. Need for speed. And then I'll turn this in. All right. Um, took speed, huh? Yeah. Speed's a good power. It's a, it's a favorite. It's a fan favorite. Alright, so you're going to draw your five cards. Two, three, four, five. There you go. So, now the recur abilities are going to happen. Oh no, sorry. First an event. Sorry, I'm skipping ahead. Heroic response is going to make us play the top card in the hero deck. Oh no! They call for backup. It's the super soldier, so the Captain America equivalent. The With super the chain soldier's gun. reveal ability, it's a laser Ooh. chain gun, yes. The super soldier's reveal ability is that you have to discard two cards from your hand, and then you're going to have to discard a, a victory card. And I don't think you guys have enough defense hanging out to prevent that, so that'll be two of those. So that force field is going to get discarded. From the victory guard. Actually, it's only him that has to discard it because oh, oh, oh. this guy doesn't have the area of effect to do it. Okay. So that's going to go there. So he basically set you guys back in victory cards. But there's still a lot of other ones you can get, so it's not terrible. Unfortunately, you still have the laser turrets that have recur abilities. They're both going to make you discard one card from your hand. Oh, and as the lunatic, just keep in mind that in the future you have to discard at random. Okay. So. so now that we're done with the recur abilities, we're going to go ahead and play the, the powers. So go ahead and play a new one for deck B, and yep, there you go. You got it. Isn't it always the villains that get, isn't it usually the villains that get the advantage in these situations? No, no, no. The heroes always win. Still, the villain usually starts off with the advantage. Usually, yeah, but not in this game. Because remember, you start off as villains, you're working through as henchmen, you're working your way up to be villains. So it is now your turn, sir. So, yeah, you would check to see if there are heroes and guards, but since there's a hero out, you don't have to do anything. So, then you go into, you, recite, you re refresh your powers. Um, that one costs you a power surge to refresh. Um, it says it in the description of the card. Okay. Okay, so then you're going to go ahead and attack stuff. How many to take out the laser turret? So he needs four more, either attack or defense cards. Okay. If you hit it, I'll, I, I'll be able to finish it off. Um, and I have to discard one because of the 
Uh, well, what do you have in your hand? Three attacks. Yeah, you'll have to discard one of them then. Right, right. Okay, yeah. Uh, now, luckily, your weaponry get, lets you use uh, a defense on your turn. So, it'll kind of protect you from the laser turrets when that happens. So, your weaponry was a, is a good, good power to have right now. So, those are your five cards. What does invisibility mean? Ah, so any, any reveal or recur abilities on an obstacle, you can ignore it. Can I actually see the card real quick? Yeah, so what that means is you can basically say, hey, you know that one obstacle that's attacking me? I'm not going to suffer any of its effects this turn. So Yep, you have to exhaust it. So you got your cards. Now we're going to do an event. Hey! This is actually a good card for you guys. There are only two good event cards out of a 35-card deck, and this is one of them. So, Villainous Recovery is going to say, starting with the active player, every player gets to draw back up to a hand of five cards. If you already have five cards, you get to draw an extra card. So... Good job. So that could have been bad for this guy, but luckily this card's gonna put him back up to a full hand. So there's your sixth card. How many I do you have? Four. So you're gonna get one to go back up to five. Thank you. You're gonna get three to go back up to five. And you're gonna get a total of four to go back up to five. So good timing on that. Now, the recur abilities on the, on the obstacles are gonna go off. So one laser turret is gonna make you discard a card from your hand. You can use your invisibility to ignore that completely. It doesn't cost you anything. The other laser turret is going to make you discard a card from your hand, but you can use weaponry for a defense to prevent that. So Shot the go. lasers out of the air. Yeah, exactly. So now that you are um, done with your curve, we're going to cycle the powers. Take that guy, and I'll take that other strength that came off there. And thank you. Good yeah, man. And now it is your turn, sir. Okay. You're going to start off by checking for heroes. There's a hero, so you don't have to do anything. Okay. So you'll skip to the refresh phase. Okay. Uh, everything is, unless you have a power surge, you want to spend to refresh that. Not at the moment. Okay. You're going to discard that those defense cards you have there. Okay. Or that defense card, I should say. Okay. And now you can attack. Okay, so make sure I got this right. Tap this and spend a sap power surge. I yep. want to take care of that shield generator. So that's Basically exhausted. tap it. Yep. So it's out of the way. So all I need is two attacks to take out that, so I'm not losing Absolutely. one of the force field. Nice. And let me tap that and give you the power surge. That's going to go there. I'll take that. Please go away. And then bank my two defense. Nice. Well played. Teamwork. That's exactly how that's supposed to work. Weather control, shut down <laughs> the force field. There you go. Because I, I knew I could do it with that combo. It's a beautiful combo there. Yep. So now that you've got those, we'll play an event, and it's a heroic defense. This is another persistent event. So the next two attack cards played have to be played on this card. Then it goes away. So now that that's done, uh, this one laser turn is going to make you discard a card from your hand, okay. or you can spend a defense. I'll, I'll spend the defense. All right, there you go. Then we're going to cycle the powers. Thank you. 
That force field's a good one. Points to spend that force field. That's a, that's a nice one. It's also one of our victory cards. So can you get two of the same power? Uh, yeah, if you do, you get access to the level two ability on the power on the card. So, so now it's your turn. So we're gonna check for heroes, which we have. We're gonna refresh targets so the shield generators come back online. You're gonna refresh both of your powers you have. You don't have any defense cards, so well, but you would discard them from there. Cyborg is upgrading. So, do you want to buy that for yourself or as a victory card? Uh, for the team or for you? I'll buy it for the team. Oh, you're a good guy. So, it's going to go over, yep, by the, actually, sorry, that'll go over there, those will go there. And, you Yep. And I'll, and I'll just get rid of this now. Good job. Yep, so actually, because the shield generators are out, it's still you, gonna cost. You play one and it discards it, and then this one sticks around. Those damn pesky force fields. I'm so sorry. You were right. Event cards take precedence over everything else. Oh, okay. So they both go to this, and then that's gotten rid of, and those stick around. So you got rid of the heroic defense, which is good. There you go. Now we're going to play an event card. Actually, you don't want to bank those yet. You want to keep those in your hand. So, the event card is a hull breach. This is a special event that's only used in the space station. And basically, it's going to make you guys discard a total of two power surges or victory points per player. So, we'll, I'll just do this as an example. They have to be banked. So you don't have any power surges, so you're going to discard one victory point. And since you can't pay that to two, we're going to go to the discard pile and we're going to pull a power surge out of there. So that's your two. Now for you, do you have any... Uh, nothing? Okay. So in that case, we're going to have to take two out of the discard pile for you. There's two. Uh, actually, nothing. So it's almost a good thing. So, these... Thank God we had no loot because nothing got sucked Exactly. Out. Now, the problem is, these go in the defeat pile next to the um, space station. Oh. So, yep, on the other side. Perfect. If that ever gets to 10 total points worth of victory points or power surges, you lose. You can buy those off on a one-for-one -one basis by spending power surges, which is usually a good idea because it's taking three, uh, yeah, it's taking three power surges out of, this, out of circulation. So it's going to make it more difficult for you guys to buy powers and do what you need to do with power surges. And they contribute to you guys losing in the long run. So, so that's the whole breach. This is four. I thought you said it was two per person. If we sorry, it's yeah two per person. If you have any, if you don't have any, you go to the discard pile. And if the discard pile doesn't have any more, then you guys lucked out. We got really lucky. It happened early on. Yeah. If it was going to happen, best time to happen. Yep. So it's my turn? Uh, actually, oh, yeah. the laser turrets are going to make you discard a card from your hand, but you've got defense, so you can prevent that. That'll go there. Then we're going to cycle the powers. Thank you. And now it's your turn. Time control. Thank <laughs> you. 
had five defenses to kill the laser turret, right? Not one. Say that again? It's five defenses to destroy the laser turret? Five attack or defense, yep. Now you have the speed card. Yeah, so I get to draw an extra one. Here's the cool thing. Every obstacle has what are called bypass powers. So what that means is if you have the right power, you can spend a power surge and just immediately discard and, and destroy that obstacle. So because you have speed, speed is actually one of the cards you need to defeat the control panel. So if you want to spend a power surge and exhaust speed, you don't get to draw a card, but you can defeat this without having to spend five cards to do it. And because this is a victory card, that's really beneficial for you guys. Use your speed to go up there and hit that control panel. Yep. Yeah, so you actually have energy blast, which can take care of that. Also, and you have invulnerability to take care of this one. And also the whole team. The whole team has four right? Well, no, it's it's out of commission. Oh. It's just it's a victory. Saved card. in the victory pile. Yeah. Unless a card comes out to take from the victory pile. Yep. I would like to. Can I use my powers now? Yes, but you cannot both draw a card and defeat this obstacle. You can do one or the other. I would like to draw a card. Okay. And that game, hopefully, it was the card you were wanting. I'm going to go. I'm going to attack on the laser turret. The shield generator makes you discard that. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Then I'll go ahead and I'll play three defenses. Wow, okay, alright. And then I will play two power searches. Power, 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 power. And I can get the other three. Only if you had three power searches. So I will take. High tech is one of the victory cards, so if you wanted to buy that for the table, you could. There's some good ones. There are some good ones. I want to see time. That one could be used to skip the uh, check on the hero. Uh, no, it's skip to uh, skip the event phase oh. or skip discard or drawing a new power card. See, the event phase would be nice to skip. Right. So it's like either you can skip something bad happening or you can stall time for a round. So flight and invisibility are like the same thing? Sort of, but not quite. Invisibility lets you ignore only obstacles. Okay. Flight lets you ignore any any card that's out on the table. Okay. So like a force field. I will take sort of, yeah. Flight. Alrighty. So he's a flying super speed lunatic. Oh boy. Sounds like a perfect combination. What was that? That sounds like a perfect combination. Oh yeah. While I'm shuffling these, do you mind playing an event card for each turn? Sure. Thank you. So, event card, untapped potential. Discard the most recent guard to enter play, then play the top card of the hero deck. If no guards are in play, play the top card of the guard deck. So basically a guard would level up into a hero, but since there are no guards, sorry, that's yours, since there are no guards in play, that's just going to play a new guard. Okay. So it's a special forces, he's going to make you discard a card from your hand. And the laser turrets, as a recur ability, will also make you discard a card from your hand. Then, we're going to go ahead and we're going to cycle the powers. 
two time controls. Nice. I'll take that. Thank you. And it is your turn, sir. So yeah, you check for heroes guards first, but you're good. So yep, you'll refresh your powers. Yep. Lasers already have five, three out of five on it. But the force field is in the way. Yeah, it's impossible to create. Attack and defense. Two attacks. Thanks. Alright. So you discard one of the attacks, you put the other cards on the laser turret, I assume? Yes. Okay. So now the laser turret's gone, it's out of the out of the picture. I'll take those. Nicely done. Now, don't forget, your weaponry gives you an attack if you choose to use it that way. So you could actually, you could basically use the weaponry to finish the laser turrets off and still have an attack card left over that you could put on another target. So like you could hit the control panel or this super soldier who's going to be a problem later. Um, what's the life of the shield generator? Say that again? What's uh, the... It's a five for the... Oh. It's a four power surges to get rid of it. Oh. So you can't play attack cards on it, but you can play attack cards on the control panel. But he'd lose the first one, wouldn't he? No, because he already played... He's already discarded oh. one for this. It's only the first attack card you play on your turn. All right, cool. Put this attack card on the control panel, or are you gonna you're gonna save that for defense? Nice. So these will come to me. There we go. No problem. Events. Heroic recovery. So this would heal the hero if he was wounded, or if there were no heroes, it would revive a hero. But since he's out there, he's not wounded, he doesn't do anything. So it's kind of a free turn for you guys. He's sitting in the room, tapping his foot with a cigar in his mouth, going, why haven't we got here yet? Yeah, exactly. Um, so there are no more recur abilities, because you got rid of the laser turrets, which means that we're going to skip right to cycling the powers. What's up, buddy? You guys find any games to play yet? Nice. Oh. Um, have you guys looked at the binder to sign up? Go look at the binder to sign up because uh, that way you can you can guarantee yourself a spot. If you wait until the game starts, it'll probably be full. It's usually a lot harder that way. Yeah. Okay, so start up. We've got the hero. Refresh. And I'm going to go ahead and use a power surge and this to shut off the force field. Okay. Because that force field's a pain in the butt. Totally. And gonna go one attack on the control panel. Okay. And then bank my defenses. And forgot to get rid of the, that one. That one and bank these. Alright. Okay. There's four. While I'm shuffling, do you mind playing an event card? Sure. 
So, next event card is Counterattack. Trigger all I abilities possessed by guards in play. There you go. Thank you. And if there are no guards in play, the guard triggered by this card affects all players starting with the active player. Yep. So the guard's play power is discard one card from your hand. So you'll have to discard one from your hand unless you want to use one of your defense cards. I will use one of my defense cards. All right. You'll have to discard a card from your hand unless you want to use a defense. defense. There we go. Defense. You'll have to discard a card from your hand. Can I use flight? Uh, did you just buy it last turn? Yes. Then it's exhausted until your next turn, so I'm afraid you can't. I'm sorry. And then you'll have to discard one from your hand unless you want to use your uh, weaponry for a defense. This is a guard. Oh, you have level two. Right? Even level one says guard hero or officer. Oh, never mind then. Yes. So yeah, you could use invisibility to ignore that. Guard no see me. Exactly. So now that that's done, we did. So there are no uh, recur abilities. We're gonna cycle the powers. Thank you. Teleportation. Oh, that's a good power. That's a really good power. So it does have some hidden drawbacks in that if there are no cards in the discard pile, i.e. you just shuffled, you can't draw one. And if there are only power surges in the discard pile, you still can't draw one. So... So it is your turn, sir. So we've got heroes and guards. We're going to refresh that. Those guys are refreshed. You'll discard your defense. That'll go there. Perfect. And then if you want to buy a power with those, you can. I'm going to save up. Alright, um, and since I have energy, since I do have energy blast, do I have to tap it to get rid of the... Yep, so you spend a power surge. Yep, it's expensive to use power. Oh, I've got... And if right. you use that with your energy blast to increase that, those that to takes two, it out. that's four, so that actually finishes that off. Right. So this is a victory card, so that's going to go over in the victory pile. And now you're going to get your cards back. One, two, three, four, five. There you go. What are we going to do events? Seeing good things in our direction here. Counterattack. So it's the same thing we just got. So, this special forces is going to make everybody discard a card from your hand, starting with you. Or defense. Or defense, if you have it. So, you guys go over there. Oh, my defense, There's no limit on level Well, except for the fact that you've already used it. But you can use your weaponry to gain a defense. Well, but you that doesn't cost you anything, and you'll get it back at the beginning of your turn. So you're better off keeping that so you're more defended next turn. No problem. So now that we've done that, we're going to cycle the powers. Force and then, uh, Scott, it is your turn. Yes, sir. And then untap and kind of tap it again for another. Yep. 
to meet the victory conditions because you have multiple copies of this? Absolutely, yep. It's any four of those cards. So it could be three force fields and one pa and one uh, control panel. doesn't matter. And I will destroy the special force fields. Oh, yeah, so the problem All is right. you can't because that's going to make you discard the first attack card you play. But you and then the first attack card you play against this is going to make you, this is gonna make you discard. Uh, the special forces are hard to find, man. They've got stealth traits. So the only thing you can do is you can play it so you've got one damage on that guy, and then the other one's going to get discarded. So, so then, uh, I guess an event card. There you go. So now we're going to play an event. It's a plot twist. Uh-oh, what a twist. So, the plot twist is going to make you reveal cards on the hero deck until you find one of the heroes needed to, uh, on, based on the setting's victory conditions. So because the, the gadgeteer is already discarded, we're looking for the protector. So... We've got the tank, the speedster, the anti-hero, the super spy, and the protector. So these are going to get shuffled back in. The protector is going to make you discard the first attack card you play each turn. Ooh. So between the protector and the shield generator, you're discarding the first two attack cards you play each turn. Oh my god. Oh. So... <laughs> on your next turn, you might want to get rid of the, sh the shield uh, generator, if you can manage it. And how much damage does it take? Four? Uh, five. Four. This, oh, this one? Yeah. Four power surges. Okay. So it's expensive. Or this thing, yeah. So now that we've done the event, we're going to cycle the powers. Unfortunately, your energy blast goes away. There's one more in the deck. Actually, hold on, let me look. Uh, no, actually, that was the last one. So, energy blast level two is no longer possible. I can no longer. I will never be able to defeat any hero on my turn. Oh. Well, you can. You just can't automatically defeat. You're not like. Exactly. So now it's your turn, sir. Oh, Artemis, me, me, that makes sense. I heard something crew members, Artemis kind of completes that statement. So It's because your mom and Kelly are already in the game, but that's, that's what it is. Um, if you ever get a chance, Artemis is a blast. I, I never have the chance to play it when it's available. I, I will one day. Sell that. Okay, so give up two. Okay. Do one damage to protector. Okay. The protector sucks. Protector kind of does. While I shuffle these, do you mind uh, playing sure. the. Okay, so we've got countermeasures. Play the top card of the obstacle deck. All of a sudden, out of the recess. Another shield generator drops oh, down. All right. That's why force field was so important about this mission because this place is full of shield generators. Well, energy blast. Now, technically, if you can take these out, they're victory cards. So it's a good thing they're there, except for the fact that they cripple you from being able to do anything. So other than that little tiny thing, they're good. So, uh, so now let's cycle the powers. Well, energy, well, energy blast. Yeah, that's going to really help you guys out. 
It's your turn, sir. Okay, so untap that. Yep. And I'll pay a power surge to untap this. Okay. Nice. Then. Oh, don't forget to discard that defense card. Oh, yeah. And just for giggles, I will, well, wow, that sucks. Because we're negative three to attack now. Yep. Um, let's go ahead and I'll spend a power surge and this to tap the first shield generator. Okay. So that's only minus two attack cards now, so I'll take that. That's for the team, guys. That's for the team. So, I will toss this away and attack. It's not like it does anything and bank my defense. Okay. But at least I tried to help you guys out. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? And I'm saving this for an important moment, depending on what comes up now. This is only going to stay exhausted until the beginning of his turn. Oh, okay. So, you're better off saving that power surge than using it now. Okay. Or you could spend that power surge to take some power, a power surge off of the defeat pile. Uh, Which will put an extra power surge back into circulation. Heck yeah. There you go. Team effort. The assassin is all about the team effort. Exactly. You don't see me, but it's the team effort. Five. You didn't see me at the pep rally, but I was there in <laughs> spirit, motivating and inspiring the rest of the school. Blinking eyes underneath the. the... Exactly. So now you've got those. We're going to play an event. Which is another countermeasures. Oh. Play the next. Robotic defenders. Robotic defenders make you play discard the first defense card you play every turn. Oh. Let's see. There are no recur abilities, so we can cycle the powers, and then we can go into the next turn. You've got a plan? Yes. I'd like to see your plan. This better be All a good right. plan. So, Alright, so since robotic defense is one of the bypasses. Sorry, just real quick, let's refresh these oh, yeah. and discard that. There we go. So one of the bypasses is mimic. Yep. Uh -huh. so, oh, you got a lot of two. I'll take those. Buy mimic. Okay. okay. Tap it. Oh. You have to spend a power surge when you tap that. And that will defeat the robotic defenders. Yep. And good job. I'll spend good job. another power surge to, act to tap energy blast to get rid of the shield generators. So that'll go on the victory pile. And, All right. And then I will. And then do I still? I still have to go. And then I'll. You still, yeah, you still have to have two attack cards. So, so that'll go. But your attack, count, attack counts as two. Doesn't matter. It's still oh. one card. So. And I only tapped it to just get rid of the shield generator. So. But good job. That was a super that useful was turn right awesome. there. That was great. Dude, you took care of like. 60% of the obstacles. Uh-oh. So the event card is Heroic Assault, which is going to trigger all of the heroes that are in play, and they're going to affect everybody. So the protector doesn't do anything except defend, so you don't have to worry about that one. Unfortunately, this guy... I would like to tap my thing to use my uh, Mayus's card out of, out of turn, ignores any wings, and may interrupt an eyeball. To interrupt his eyeball. It doesn't kill him? Oh, well, well, I just want to interrupt his discard ability. It, because it doesn't kill him, it's still going to go off. Okay. And because it's not represented by a physical card, that damage will go away at the end of the turn. Okay. So you actually don't want to do that okay. until you can finish something off. Okay. I just let, I'm going to activate this. 
defense. Okay. Yeah. And, it, and I can use it out of turn. So. There you go. So you now have a point of defense to protect yourself from something. Um, so, normally, like if he was sitting at four damage, and you you wanted to use that to finish him off, that'd be great. But because it's not gonna it's not gonna kill him, uh -huh. there's there's oh. no point in doing it. So. Oh, I was gonna do it for the interrupting his eyeball. So it only interrupts it in the sense of if you kill him before it goes off, then you're good. Oh, okay. But since it wouldn't kill him, his eyeball ability would just happen anyways. Okay. So, basically it's saying if he's almost dead, you can finish him off before he does something. Okay. So, uh, so everybody's going to have to discard two cards from their hands, unless you've got defense. Can I use flight? You can use flight, yes. So those are two defense. You've got one defense, so you'll have to discard one more. There you go. Oh, ah. There you go. And you have invisibility. Yep. Oh. You spent two defense, right? Yeah. Hold on to those for a second. Okay. Because the next step is that he's going to discard one of your victory cards. Okay. If you want to prevent that, you're going to have to spend a total of four defense. So between the two of you, you have four. Okay. So if you want to do that, you can save your victory cards, but you'll have to discard two from your hand. We should be good. Yeah, from from your pile. Now, actually, you could you could spend three actually because you've got weaponry which you can use as a defense. <laughs> All right. So, um, are you protecting yourself or the victory pile? The victory pile. So you have to discard two from your hand. Team player over here. Like, nice. Right, the cool. assassin knows that you know I can drop anybody I need, but yeah, exactly. I need backup for the escape. All right, so there we go. So you're making progress there. There are no recur abilities. Let's cycle the powers. Thank you. And then it's your turn, sir. Flight is an amazing power for the lunatic. It's good for anybody, but it's so much better for the lunatic. And I'll tap for uh, speed. Draw another. All righty. I'll give you that real quick. You know, we do monster cards, right? Yeah. Your sign is in my Oh, I've got it right here. I'm at this table next. So. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to cause stress. Thank you. I thought I was helping. <laughs> I'm helping. You were helpful and stole your stuff from them. Yeah. Well, I thought I told them that when I took it, but maybe, I don't know. They're busy, You probably so. did, but it was the changing the hands up there, yeah. I bet. And they're busy, so yeah. I get that. He's scheming. He's, and he's planning. He is the lunatic. Yep. No one can understand the mad machinations of the lunatic. That is, that is a very good point. The lunatic was a hard archetype to nail down. We had to do a few different things beforehand, and they just didn't work the way we wanted to. Um, and we, someone suggested this, and it was just so elegantly simple that we were like, I don't know why we didn't think about that from the beginning. So uh, playtesting is so important. So. For the mimic, yeah. Where you copy any card possessed by another player, can you do That's that awesome. for the purpose of the bypass? Yep. Dude, because you could copy my weather control. Yeah. So then you could just like bypass. Yeah. You like turn you turn it off on your turn. That's an awesome ability. Mimic is my favorite power in the game. Level two mimic is amazing. I almost never get it, but it's amazing. Because it's like, hey, you've got level one energy blast over there, right? Well, I've got level two mimic, so now I have level two energy blast. Go ahead, buy some more powers. Yeah, exactly. We Please need buy some. powers. 
And this guy over here has got a ton of power, so Mimic would be worth it. Yeah, Mimic's a good one. Being able to bypass those robotic Yep. Now, you can use... Oh, robotic... No, never mind. I thought that robotic defenders was out, but it's not. So. I don't know if I want it or phasing. So you have to attack first anyways, so go ahead and finish that off. So that's going to get discarded there. Yeah. Damn, shield generators. Shield generators and protector, man. They're just stalling long enough for like more heroes to come out and yep. just destroy you guys. I'll, just, I'll try to take it out again. It keeps respawning. Phasing is another good combo with the, with the lunatics, so. And then I'm going to bank three defenses. Okay. There's your five cards. Whoops, sorry about that. That was a terrible now toss. Now we all see them. Untapped potential. Uh-oh. So, there's a guard out. So, you guys get to discard this guard. And then replace him with a hero. Oh, no. He levels up. Like, he gets bombarded, bombarded by cosmic radiation and then, like, comes out of the rubble in, like, spandex with a mask on somehow. Promotion. Uh, oh, God. Which one did we get? The tank. So when the tank is out, all attack cards have to be directed at him. He makes you discard the first attack card you play against him every turn, and you're discarding the next two attack cards you play every turn as well. Ouch. I don't know who made this game, but they're an asshole. <laughs> Excuse my language. But that's why they have the tank, and that's why we're the villains. <coughs> so there are no recur abilities. Cycle powers? Yeah, you're going to cycle powers? Yeah, that's, that's a good... Uh, Combination of stuff. Oh, one cool. damage, but... Hey, one is better than none. Damage is damage. Yep. And it's your turn, sir. It's got to go him, yep. Well, that's the first one, but it gets discarded. Yeah, but the, he, he forces you to attack he, him with He's everything. basically got aggro, so you got to all go to him. Yeah, right. so discard one. Tapped. Well, he's using his weaponry for the one to go away. So, here's the trick with weaponry. It doesn't give you an attack card. So what that means is that technically that can ignore his ability because you're not using it as an attack card, so you can use it to hit somebody else. And because it's not a card, it doesn't get discarded when you use it. But because you're not defeating somebody with it, at the end of your turn, that damage is going to go away. Because it doesn't have a physical card to represent who you hit. So if you do that, it's just going to go away anyways. You're better off saving it for its defense ability than, than using it now. So you played a total of three attack cards, right? So he makes you discard one, he makes you discard number two, and that makes you discard number three. So yeah. this is a pretty rough combo, quite frankly. Yeah. They've got the shield wall up for sure. Yeah. Of course on your turn, if you can exhaust this guy yeah. with your ice storm, you might be able to do enough damage to finish this guy off, and that would seriously reduce the amount of aggro that the or the amount of uh, defense they have. Yeah. And on my turn, I can get rid of this. Okay. So there's your five cards. No problem. 
Now you are going to draw play an event. It's a plot twist, uh -oh. which would pull another hero that's listed on the uh, settings victory condition. But since both of those heroes are already in play, we're just going to play a new hero. What a twist. It's a good thing this came up for you. It's the powerhouse. The powerhouse is going to make you discard three cards from your hand. Okay. But since you have invisibility, you can be like, nope. So you go invisible, the powerhouse is, like misses you by a mile, and you're sick. There are no recur abilities, so we're going to cycle some powers. You missed, and now you can make face slider. Exactly. He'll never know. And it is now your turn. Uh, yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, problem is I only have one attack card. Oh no. So uh, I will toss it at the tank and bank. And I will save this one to see if Trevor can help me finish off the tank. Fingers crossed. I can donate one point of damage to you. Any, any. Yep. It's a temp one, so it has to be on when there's like cards piled. So. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Events. Oh my god. Sec er, uh, heroic response. Play the top card of the hero deck. Wow. The one cards I've been, you know, starved for. The leader. The leader is going to make it so all guards have plus one hit point while they're out. And he's going to make you discard a victory card unless you have four defense you can spend to prevent it. Which you have one with your weaponry plus a couple in your defense. You have enough defense on the table to prevent this. So if you want to spend like two of those... That'll be good. I've got one. You've got one. Okay, then that's four. So you do not you do not have to discard a victory card. Then he's going to make you play a guard card, which is a soldier. So he's going to make you discard one card from your hand. Okay. There we go. There are no recurring abilities. Let's cycle the powers. You know, if you guys somehow manage to... This is going to be some scary shit here. If you manage to defeat this shield generator and take out this protector, you guys win. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just letting you know that you're so close. It's your turn, sir. Okay. So, so go ahead and, yep. refresh my abilities. You okay. press this last time, Trevor. Do some right. magic. So, energy. Alright. So, yeah, I'm going to use energy blast to take out that shield. Oh, wait, I don't have Another power surge, yeah. Otherwise, that oh, would have been amazing. That would have been a critical wait, move. We're still mo we're still losing three damage. Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and that All has right. to go on the tank. And I just love the look he gave. That's right. We have to hit the tank. Who's the tank? The tank. <laughs> there are no. Re oh, so now we're gonna go ahead and give you your cards. While I'm shuffling, do you mind playing the event? Please? Sure. So event card. Hull Breach. Each player must discard two if any combination of Power Surge or the little scroll. Uh, victory, victory points. points. Yep. So. Well, there's only one, and that goes on the defeat pile. Okay. Now, luckily, we just shuffled the victory or the villain deck, so there are no other victory points or power surges to discard. How many did you need? Three? For each player who cannot do, do so, discard. Power search from the villain discard pile. 
we just shuffled that. So uh, you dodged a bullet, so you're good there. Okay, equal to the number of that were discarded by, not discarded by players. Yep. And then bank all power surge and victory points in this card pile. This way on the space station. Yep. So that's going to go there. So not terrible, but, you know, it still does take a power surge away from you. Yeah. So, so now that we're done with that, we're going to cycle the powers. I'm going to guesstimate you guys have about 11 turns left. Looks about it. So again, not impossible, but it just might be kind of difficult. So it is your turn, Scott. Alright, go ahead and discard that defense card you got there. There we go. How many power surges do you have, if I may ask? Two. Two? Yeah, that's about the only thing I can. You've gotten another power surge. Yeah, I know, right? So you've got two ways you can do this. You can either put two power surges on this and hope that he's got enough power surges to finish it off. <laughs> I do. Or you can buy yourself another power. Yeah, but it's not the one I want. I want phasing. Uh, yeah, phasing level two is kind of amazing. If you yeah. put some points on that shield generator, I can finish it off. That's true. That's true. I think it really is. You guys need to deal with one of those things. Because we're just getting blocked too much. I know, it's rough. <laughs> you know what it is. These guys are all about the force field technology on the station. Heck yeah. Have you seen space? Yeah. It's big. It's cold. It's no. scary. Look at all the freaking hole breaches in this thing. When they were working with, they were, they were working with their budget. There you go. Yeah, really what it was is, you know, they had a contract with a specific, you know, contractor who invested heavily in force field technology and things that just solves every problem ever. So that's what it was. Uh, so there are no recur abilities. Oh, wait, we have to play an event first. Alarm. Play the top two cards of the guard deck. Oh, no. It's a soldier. He's going to make you discard a card from your hand. But you've got defense. Yeah. You're better off. Yeah. Soldiers are sitting back drinking beer. And it's another soldier. He's going to make you discard another card from your hand. Now they're just playing cards while the tank takes Now they finally woke up. Now we're going to cycle the powers. No. But now they're just watching the villains fail at attacking and then mildly hit the tank. Basically, yeah. And it is your turn, sir. They're like, well, since all these heroes are here, let's get out and do our job. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> it's safe now. They're like, we can't get this door open. Oh, wait, the heroes are here? Okay, now we can go. I'll attack anything at random. All right. Well, the tank. He just flails randomly. And I'll bank my defenses and anything. Wow. All right. Don't you get to bring back your hero? Or do you have the power, power surge one? You haven't had a power surge in, in like several turns, have you? Correct. Wow. Okay. I assume most of them are in yeah. that. Yeah, there are several in there. That's true. Event. Counterattack. Trigger all abilities possessed by guards in play. Uh. They affect everybody. So, you're going to have to discard three cards from your hand. Luckily, you've got three. Don't wait. I'm going to go ahead and tap. Ignore the entire thing. All the guards. For me, I tap in... You are correct. I tap my vulnerability and use two cards. Okay. 
I, I'm gonna tap mine to actually save everybody one card from one of these guys. Oh, there you go, nice. So guys, it's one less. There you go. Great. There you go, you get to keep that. And I'll tap this to block one of those. So you'll still take one. All of a sudden the guard's yet... like, give me your cards, and a shake comes through his chest. Exactly. I'm sorry in advance. Oh god, why? It hurts. So two cards? Yep. Oh. Now we're going to cycle some powers. Because oh. I was planning on buying a power and killing the shield. I only have one power, sir. It is your turn, sir. Okay, so everything's good. All I'm really going to do is spend my two power surge to kill the shield. Alright. That's going to go in the victory pile. You now have the four cards you need. You just need to get the protector. And I will just... Yeah. For the sake of conversation, I'm not pointing fingers or blaming. If somebody had put the Gadgeteer on that victory pile at the beginning of the game, you would have just won. So I'm just saying that, you know, it's somebody's fault that you haven't won yet. But I'm not saying who. Oh, but none of us, well, I guess you're the only one that has a victory point. Uh, actually, your powers get counted as victory points as well. So each power is worth one. So, so that's it for my turn. That was still a good turn. With yeah. only two cards, that was yeah. pretty good. So. Not as nice as the four power surges I had. That I, was I know. Thinking, I can finally load up on Not some powers. No, it's so much worse than an alarm. Oh no. Um, you guys would have gotten up easy if it was an alarm. It's a heroic assault. Oh, so no. all of these guys are going to trigger. So let's start oh. with the leader. The leader is going to make you discard a victory card. If you want to prevent that, you're going to need no uh, victory card from the victory pile. Oh. So you'll need four total defense. I've got two. Uh, they need to be on the table. Eh, guys, let it happen. We've got, well, we've got plenty. Got four. You got four. Perfect. Oh, so there you go. Thanks for taking one for the team. See in the end, Then he's going to make us play a guard, which is a soldier. So the soldier is going to make the active player. Whose turn was it? Mine. Yours. You're going to discard a card from your hand. Thank you. The powerhouse is then going to make everybody discard three cards from their hand. And they call us the villains. <laughs> Just because we came here to, to, to rob them right, of a I guess, I guess this would be the better deal. <coughs> now that Evo is useless. Then, it's because I killed that guard. They got all heroic and rallied. The super soldier is going to make everybody discard two cards from their hands. I am... Just clean us out. Well, I guess this is costing me an arm and a leg. Now we're all cardless. Yes. And then, as the last little <laughs> the tactician is going to make you discard a victory card. The tactician? Tactician. Oh, sorry, the super soldier is going to make you discard a victory card. Or is it the group one? No, it's from the... Oh. Oh, okay, good. Take out the shield generator. Alright. At least we get satisfaction that somebody's taking out another shield generator. I think that was probably the roughest. Wow. That's the roughest event card I've seen in a year of playtesting this game. So, you guys have just earned a very exclusive Achievement distinction. Unlocked. Yes. <laughs> it may not feel like much, but you'll go down in the Villains and Henchmen Hall of Fame. For the worst, the worst event card ever, um, and well, the worst combination ever. now we're going to go ahead and cycle the powers. 
Yeah, uh, if you wouldn't mind, yeah, there you go, thank you. I was looking at that elemental control going, that would be really nice. It is now your turn. Alright. Okay. There's nothing to do. There's your five cards. Hey, you got cards, man. Good, good job. We're all jealous. It's a hull breach. <laughs> so, we're going to discard two power surges from here for each player. That's one, two for you. And we kind of loaded it that's up. That's one, too. two for you. And that's it. So, that's going to add um, four. What, what's the total? Eight. With these? That's cool. Alright, so you're good. So you're two below losing. So now we're going to cycle the powers. And I'll take that other flight. There we go. Thank you. It is your turn, sir. One card is better than no cards. Unless it's an attack card, in which case it's effectively no cards. That's not bad. Alright. So, one, two, three, four, five. Careful that they don't rob us blind. Oh, Countermeasures. Play the top card of the obstacle deck. Oh. It's a laser turret, so everybody gets to discard cards. And you get to discard cards. And you the get to discard cards. jokes on you, no cards. Yeah, you can protect. And you actually can use that, and you don't have to discard anything. If you use your invulnerability. So there you go. You're like, just blast me, lasers. I there got you go. This. Yeah. You're already unconscious, so the lasers kind of like turn and two, two, and then they turn and keep attacking these guys. So uh, now we're going to cycle some. Oh, wait. These guys have a recur ability, which is going to make you discard a card from your hand. Oh, wait. You use flight, you ignore it completely. There you go. So you don't worry about that this turn. So now we're going to cycle some powers. Uh oh. We're, running, we're getting thin. And it is your turn, sir. Now, because you have weaponry, and that doesn't count as a card, you can actually use it to defeat this guard if you want. They're to. only ones. It's only but don't one. we have to go up to the tank? Because it's not a, it's not an attack card. This oh, okay. only redirects attack cards to him. Nice. Or you can keep it to use it as a defense. Dude, I'll, I'll try that. There you go. Look. Join me in the old. We got a couple guards in our body bags club. It's a little something, you know? Oh, wait, did, did you have that uh, guard when the whole breach came out? Uh, yes. That should go in the... Okay. Uh, but take one of those power surges out. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, it stays in. Sorry. So we were one away from the... Yep, so you're at nine instead of ten. Oh, great. There's one whole breach. There's your five cards. Let's play an event. But if nothing else, we showed up and wrecked this place. It's a backup systems, so that's going to make us... This is going to trigger, so everybody has to discard a card from their hands, first off. Defense. Okay, invisibility will prevent that. Then, it's going to make us play another one, which is Robotic Defenders. So Robotic Defenders is going to make everybody discard the first defense card they play every turn. Oh, wait. Yeah. Can't. Oh, I can't. Wait, on your turn, you can't. I can use that turn. On your turn, yep. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking we, then, can, we, we should This has a recur ability, but you use invisibility, so you ignore that. Now we're going to cycle the powers. Is he really a villain if he got 
And it is now your turn, sir. Okay. I will not untap. I will say, you don't see. Okay. My pockets are empty. Oh, no. You guys remember that card that made all the heroes attack you guys and things were really bad? Yeah. So that's the card that we're getting again this turn. So you guys might want to just... Just surrender. Just yeah. put your hands up. Never. Let them arrest you and put you it in prison. It was nice to get to hold these five cards. <laughs> so uh, that was a really rough game, but that was villains and henchmen from its highs to its awesome. lows. This is an awesome. Yeah. So. Wow. I think that's probably the, one of the most impressive tables at, at, like at the end of the game that I've ever seen. <laughs> to the end. Yeah, to you guys, you guys fought hard, that's for sure. Um, if you are interested, you're welcome to take our postcards, which have examples of the art, and our Facebook info. And if you wouldn't mind filling out a survey for us to tell us what you thought, that'd be oh, great. Yeah. Um, so let me grab the surveys, and you guys don't have to like pack everything up. I can take care of that. Uh, you can help. Okay. Well, thank you. Group effort. That was fun. <laughs> that was lost horribly. Well, not horribly. I mean, it's they're never using this place again. <laughs> you know, they proved that the force field technology works. <laughs> they did. That's true. Well, unless someone has... Unless someone can bypass it. And by the way, from a cleanup point of view, I love how all the cards are quite clearly color marked. Oh, yes. So it's easy to break them back into individual groups. We, uh, we were for the longest time just using like printed pieces of paper in magic card sleeves that had like an initial on the back. It was impossible to tell them apart. We were so happy when we finally got this. We actually only got this prototype like three weeks ago. So this, oh, is, nice. really, this is really new. This is only the second event that's ever seen it. So... That was tragic. Awesome, but tragic. Uh, you're welcome and to take these if you like. Basically, you, you all get copies of both. Score, thank you. You're welcome. So you can put them up in your cubicle or at home or whatever. And oh yeah. Like, hey, I played that game. With the gamers I've got at work? Oh yeah. Cool. I got an achievement for that game. <laughs> oh yeah, actually, um, can I see your survey? Thank you. And if you want to fill this out, uh, you're welcome to. Actually, are you, do you think you're going to fill it out? Oh, yes. Cool. In that case, um, so let's see. That was the leader. Powerhouse. The tank. Tank, protector, and super soldier. Combined. <laughs> With our powers combined, we are unbeatable. There you go. So I'll, I'll make sure I, I give you guys a shout out on our uh, on social media. Nice. So. If you guys are okay with me uh, mentioning you by name, I'll make sure to do that. So. 
Oh yeah, and if you give us your email address, we'll put you on our mailing list for our Kickstarter updates. We're gonna go to Kickstarter in uh, February of next year. We just have to finish up the last artworks and or the last art pieces and finish up the uh, revising our uh, icons and graphic design. So, otherwise, thank you for playing. I appreciate it. Hey, hey, enjoy. All right. Uh, yeah, actually, our other game is called uh, Monster Crush, and I'll be running it in 30 minutes at 4 o'clock at this table, um, and it's a dating show for monsters. So it's much different tone and theme. Uh, it's much more lighthearted. It's a bluffing game. Uh, so it's you bid basically every round to say that you have the best match with the love interest. You can bluff. There are special cards you can use to like say, well, the love interest doesn't want isn't interested in men anymore. The love interest is interested in women. Or now the, the love interest isn't evil, she's good. Or whatever the case may be. So it lets you do a lot of stuff. Uh, the game was about an hour and a half. 90 minutes. interested in the art style we're using for Monster Crush, just because this might convince you to come back and give it a try. Okay, well, well, that's Monster Crush. Those are the two different styles. So. We'll be here uh, t uh, the rest of the day and tomorrow, so if you want to give it a try. Are you after I'm running another Villains and Henchmen at 7, and then another Monster Crush at 9. So, yeah, I'm going to be busy. I'll be at this table for the rest of my life. I'll take a picture of this. I'll take a picture of the No, I live in San Diego. But uh, I've got a friend who lives out here, and uh, he's been telling me to come to this convention for years. This is the first year where I had the opportunity and had a good reason to come. So, oh, cool. Rincon's a great venue to come on out to. Of course, yeah, I'm it's local. Nice, small so. little intimate. But it's a great one to meet other game designers and things like that and find out you know, how yeah. other folks do stuff. Thank you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed it. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok's story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Sure, let me uh, sit down. Luckily, I don't have to rush to clean up, because I'm at this table next. So. There you go. Oh, super easy. Okay. He's checking out Infinity. Hey guys, Jim here from Creative Flame Podcast Network. I've got Ben. Hi, Ben. Um, oh. <laughs> Classic. Wow, I'm, you can tell I'm good on camera. Yep. Uh, or on microphone, whatever this happens to be. Audio. Uh, Jim. Jim, yep. Uh, all right, hi, Jim, Jim. Ben, Villains and Henchmen, an awesome game we just got done playing. That's us. We're uh, Ravensdale Publishing. This is our first game. Uh, we've been developing it since last November 2014. 
Uh, my wife and I have worked on it together during that period of time, and it's coming to Kickstarter in February of 2016. So, uh, yeah, we're doing pretty well with it. We're um, on all the social media, well, not yep. all the social media, but... We're on Twitter and you. Perfect, yeah, we're uh, Twitter at, at RavensPublish, and Instagram at, at Ravensdale.publishing, and we're on Facebook under Ravensdale Publishing as well, so... Which I'll be hunting you down and finding you shortly later. Perfect. Um, yeah, and I'll be checking out your podcast and cool. like, looking over all the... All so the so how offer. would you describe the game? So it is a one-to-four player cooperative game. So you're playing the bad guys in a comic book-themed kind of universe, and you're trying to break your supervillain boss out of one of four different prisons. So even though you're the bad guys, it is a cooperative game for the most part. There's kind of a 5% competitive element, so if you are one of those people who every time you play a game you have to win above everybody else, this game has a little, a little kind of mechanic for you. Uh, which is always nice if you feel like sticking it to the rest of the players. So. And there's a lot of opportunities when we played that do we want to do it for glory or do we want to do it for the team? Yep, yeah, there are a lot of times where you have to make a choice and either contribute to the strategic victory or boost yourself up. So it, it, it's always interesting to see what choices people make and how their choices change over the course of the game. Um, because a lot, of can, a lot of changes can happen. Yeah, yeah, the game can change very quickly, and as a result, um, you can be near victory one turn, and the next turn, everything's falling apart. So. <laughs> Things do happen very bad, very quick sometimes. Yes, yes. So, uh, so besides the space station, what other prisons are there? Oh, that's a great question. Um, we have the military compound, which uh, starts off with lots of guards. So they're not very threatening in and of themselves, but if you accumulate a lot of guards, it's like the military showing up. It's going to be a problem. Um, we've also got the super prison, which starts off with a fair number of guards and obstacles, and more importantly, has a special event that makes you discard your powers after you've purchased them. So you might have cool powers, and then you get one of those special cards, and you have to discard one of them. Um, and then the last one is the hero headquarters. This one tends to be the most difficult, but imagine you are uh, kicking down the front door of a super team that starts with A but is not owned by a mouse. Yeah, that is not owned by a mouse. Um, you're kicking down the front door of their house while they are home, and that's what the hero headquarters is like. You start with a bunch of heroes out, and it just goes downhill from there. So, <laughs> but it, honestly, it's a great game, I'm, and I, I love the little placemats. I mean. Yeah, obviously, you know, it's still a prototype, so we've got to tweak a few elements. But, um, yeah, we've got them there to help you kind of learn the learn turn. Learn the structure. Exactly. So you can refer back to it the first few turns. Usually people, by the fourth or fifth turn of the game, they've got this, the process down. They don't need to keep checking the steps every turn. And they're just more invested in everything that's going on on the table. So um, it's a great thing to kind of keep things structured and guide people along. Um, but people don't tend to rely on it for very long before they've yeah. got it down. Oh, yeah, so. it, it, it's really quick to pick up. I mean, what, by third round, we're getting it down, doing it ourselves, you know? Yeah, exactly. We, we really wanted to make a game that had a lot of complexity and depth to it, but where each turn was very simple and quick. Because nobody likes to... Well, I shouldn't say nobody, sorry. A lot of people like to play those, these kinds of games, and, and I'm, I'm one of them to a certain extent where every player's turn takes 20 to 30 minutes of planning and strategizing and optimizing and and there's nothing wrong with that but if you just want a quick game sometimes it can be tough to find something that's really 
complex and has some strategy a and planning. Yeah, yeah, but is also relatively quick from one turn to the next. And in Villains and Henchmen, you play a turn in 30, 45 seconds. Yeah, minute tops, um, yeah. And so it comes back around to your turn really quickly. And in that amount of time, by the time it comes back around to you, the game table has changed a lot. It, it completely evolves. I mean, one strategy starts out one way, then also when it gets back to you, I'm like, ooh, I can't do that. Right, because the powers you thought would be there aren't there. You've got new heroes, new <coughs> obstacles. And so it really, it really does require paying close attention without having to understand long-term yeah exactly, exactly. long-term strategy so it's kind of a nice midpoint yeah think. so and and the artwork is gorgeous i mean there's I, some beautiful artwork on it i have to agree with you um i i lucked out i've got a bunch of friends who are creative types who uh, were willing to work with me at a, at a huge discount uh, because when you're making a board game, the surprising, the, the biggest cost is actually art. Yeah. Most people think it's manufacturing, and yeah, that's expensive. But, I mean, you're going to make your money back on that, assuming yeah. you have a successful game. The artwork, though, if you are doing the quality that I'm at, at my price point, for this game is about $5,000, yeah. and that's at a severe discount. If I'd gone with normal art, not normal artists, but kind of professional commissioned artists, yeah. it would probably be $15,000. Yeah, because so, the artwork is gorgeous. Yeah, we've got some great artists. Um, Devin McCarthy did the light control um, card. He's a friend of mine. He's um, also on DeviantArt and everything like that. And then another guy I met through a playtest of the game at another event, and he did the artwork for the manipulator and our other archetypes, like uh, my personal favorite, the cyborg. Oh, yeah. So he's done all of our archetype cards, and he's just phenomenal. Um, so we've got we've got a team of five different artists, all of whom have slightly different styles, which gives it that comic book feel. Because yeah, yeah, you'll pick up just... one issue, and the next issue is a different artist. Yeah. So um, it's it's kind of cool like that. Yeah. Um, keeps it aesthetically interesting. So. And, and you did a great job of trying to have a bunch of villains that could be great geniuses or fumbling buffoons. Yeah. Uh, we we tried to kind of keep it away okay. from to being too comedic. Because a lot of games where you play the bad guys, you'll, you're falling over yourselves. You're, you know, you're kind of the bumbling, yeah. bumbling henchman. So we wanted this to be a little bit more serious. You're villains. You're good at your job. Whether you're good enough to successfully break your supervillain out is a different matter. But it's a more serious in tone. And so. hey, as the assassin, I killed quite a few. You did, yeah. You uh, you managed to take out quite a few bad or good guys. Quite a few good guys. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, yeah. That's us. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. You're I mean, I'll get this posted. I'll let you know when it's up. And cool. I appreciate definitely that. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for bringing a great game to the group. My pleasure. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you think, think it's great. So. Hey, definitely. And um, do you have a business card? Uh, actually, I didn't bring them. Okay, fair enough. But uh, creatively in Podcast Network. Okay. And you've got my... I've got your card, yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Send me, shoot me an email. Okay. Um, and I'll put it up on my uh, social media and just mention it. Cool. So we'll cross-promote. Yeah. Anything so. we can do to get the word out there for this. Because especially when I walked up earlier and you said Kickstarter, I'm like, ah, another Kickstarter to that. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Kickstarter fiend. I love it so much. Kickstarter is a great venue for, for games. It really is. It, it has revolutionized the gaming industry. Because it, it lets the small guy basically, here's my product, check it out, get to know it, you know, Yep. Be a, a great PR tool, you know, and hopefully a way to get it, get the product launched. It is. It's it's actually really interesting. Um, so Kickstarter is a great way to kind of get your product on the market. However, you need funding 
of some sort to get it to be Kickstarter ready. Yeah. Because you have to have some art, you have to have a, a complete product. You can't show up with a really ugly prototype and be like, hey, back this. Yeah. So there's a lot of like costs that go into just getting to the point of being Kickstarter ready. And, and a then, lot of time. Yeah, and a lot of time. And then you have to do the Kickstarter and if you fund, then you have to manufacture. So it, Kickstarter is not the beginning of that process. There's a bunch of stuff that goes into that. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people don't necessarily recognize that they, they behind the scenes. How long would yeah. you say before you even got close to, you know, Kickstarter? Uh, <laughs> my wife and I actually started working on this in November of last year. So, I mean, we've only been doing this for less than a year now. Um, That's actually really impressive. Yeah. Well, my wife is pretty awesome. So, um, I, wives are some dogs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've got... I, I've played Dungeons & Dragons. I've run games forever. So, I've always, like, done writing and putting together stories and stuff like that. So, she brings the, the more practical organizational side to the creative thing. So I'll, be coming, I'll come in and say, hey, here's this idea. And she's like, well, here's how we implement that idea. So um, she's been really great about keeping me on track. She's the even and, keel. Yeah, exactly. That's always great so, to have on the team. It, it really is. Because I could have gone a billion different directions. She was the one who said, remember who we're making this for. We're not making it for diehard, you know, strategic wargamer types. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So she really helped kind of funnel it in the right direction. So. And definitely, I mean, I'm, I'll back you on the Kickstarter and awesome. probably throw a game or two over at uh, Tucson Games and Gadgets. Oh, cool! Yeah, that'd be great. So that way, so. you know, the, the store can see it, and the store can maybe have another, another uh, game day session with it. Awesome! Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, because dude, you've come up with a great product. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank right. you for your time. Thank appreciate you very it. much. Hey guys, Mark Cato from Tucson Games and Gadgets. Uh, want to tell you a little bit about what's going on here today at RingCon, where you guys should be. I hope you're going to be coming this coming year. It's coming up. Um, we come here to RingCon because we want to meet all the people here in Tucson that we play games with in our store. And of course, RingCon, you're going to be finding all of this stuff right on the tables and have a lot of fun. It's amazing. I hope you're here. I hope we're going to see you soon. So where can people go? When they're not at Rincon to play games. Come on down to Tucson Games and Gadgets at 2900 East Broadway. You won't be disappointed. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening. Found you and followed you. Sweet, thank you. Creative PP and no, is now following you. Awesome, I'll follow you back. Ah, doesn't work as good as it's not one hot. I hate that. I hate that. It works as soon as it's had a little bit of cold for like a week and a half. Oh. And then yeah. all of a sudden out of nowhere it pops and just like, whoa. It's literally shocked and stunned at the same time. Yeah. Alright, so I need a couple of things. There.